Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Hoop Life with Sean Sean podcast. I'm your host, Sean C. Taylor. And I'm your host, Sean B. Taylor, coming to you with episode number four from season two. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm not going to say it too long because I don't want Brian Buffer to try and sue me. I heard he like oh. put a uh, like a copyright on that. You can't say like he had, I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't want to smoke. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. That <laughs> right. really does. Right. So, Sean, we are 24 hours away from the start of a new NBA season. We're like almost right. We're like 24 hours and 46 minutes away, right? Mm-hmm. But first things first, we got to celebrate the people. Y'all, two days ago, we got to over 1,000 plays of our podcast. Clap it. Let's go. Let's go. So that was one of our major goals when we started the podcast last year, mm-hmm. was before the tip-off of the following NBA season, yeah. that we would get over a th- we would reach over 1,000 plays. Mm-hmm. Now, COVID kind of, you know, maybe pushed the season back some, so I don't know if that helped us or whatever, but we're going to take it. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to take it. So thank you all for, for tuning in and, and subscribing and rating us and supporting us. We really, really do appreciate you guys. We're just a, a, a son and father duo trying to do what we love. That's right. Um, no fancy stuff. We're just talking about basketball. So we really su- appreciate you all support. Yeah, yeah. NBA basketball. Yeah. <laughs> NBA basketball. Yeah, that's right. Because, because he said basketball. You know, I just to make sure it doesn't like mislead people. Oh, that's a good point. Look, now see how quickly things change already. He's correcting me. Right? I was wiping his butt a couple of days ago. Now. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait. Not wait. literally a couple of days ago. Maybe like a, a decade ago. Like a decade and a half ago. God, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And now he's correcting me. Next thing you know, he's going to be putting me in a home, man. So, man, watch out for you kids. <laughs> but seriously, 24 hours. The season is back. Let's get ready to rumble. Sean, yep. I'm like, I'm so excited. I know I'm on. Uh, my my holiday break right now from work. Mm-hmm. I'm just wrapping up. Tomorrow will be well. Today is day 21 of a 21 day fast. So tomorrow, I can you know eat some chicken and and drink a beer. Like I'm, it's too much conversion on me at one time. I yeah. can't. I'm so excited, right? And I know mm-hmm. you're so excited. What what are you most excited about with the season coming back? Uh, well, first of all. If you think about it, this is the second time the NBA season has started back up because we had the restart and right. then we had the season starting again. So two starts in one calendar year. I don't think that's ever happened before. No, yeah, right? I don't think it has. That's a so, good point. Yeah, the, that's that's kind of crazy to think about. But the thing I'm most excited for, I mean, KD is back. Yeah, so I think the Nets are going to be good. I think yeah. there's a bunch of teams that can be good with a couple of pickups. And it just, you know, is I think it's going to be a very exciting and interesting year. And, you know, obviously to see LeBron play. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It, I mean, I, um, I'm i really excited, obviously, about Kevin Durant. But I'm I'm most excited about I'm – j- I'm excited about everything. But if I had to drill down on one thing, I would say about Zion. Zion unleashed. Right? Because last uh-huh. year he was hamstrung um, by the minutes restrictions and – um, it just wasn't, he couldn't get into a rhythm. And mm-hmm. as myself, I know a former player long, long, long time ago, rhythm is everything. Timing is everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so once he did start clicking a little bit, then they went into the bubble and it was just a very, very wonky year. Yeah. So he actually led the preseason in scoring, 
right? Oh, how much did he average? I can't even remember. I know the last game he had like thirty one. Yeah, right. Um, but he led the the preseason in scoring, and he was very efficient. He's such a unique player that mm. I can't wait to see him fully unleashed. No minutes restrictions, no you know weight of being a rookie anymore. All mm. that stuff. Let him just go out there and hoop. Yeah. Right. I I mean, there's LeBron too. To your point. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about Zion. If I had to pick one thing, but I'm excited about it all, right? Yeah, I think Zion is probably one of those dudes that just, no matter what, he's gonna be good because of how big he is. So it's just like, to a certain extent, there's kind of no stopping him in some areas. I mean, you kind of have to wall up, but you know, Zion, I feel like is kind of an underrated passer. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. So I think that he could still set guys up, so you can't just. You can't just put three dudes on him because that's like that's literally what you have to do. You can't just throw a double team at him. Right. Like to this point, like he moves Steven Adams out the way. Yeah. And who's now on his team. So that's terrifying. That's a lot of big burly tree cutting axe swinging bamas on the dudes is super strong. Um but yeah, I mean, and you talk about Zion being big. I don't want to take away from his like his overall basketball skill. He's mm-hmm. a very skilled basketball player, even though he can't really shoot. So it sounds funny to say he, he can't he's skilled, but he is. He the thing with him is he knows how to attack people. Yeah. And he knows how to use his size, his quickness, and his unique combination of those two things, which is just devastatingly explosive. Yeah, he already has a high basketball IQ. He does. He has a very high basketball IQ. And yeah. so one thing that I was very uh, just happy to see with him. A lot of players, especially nowadays, especially young players, they want to dribble, 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 dribble. Right? Everybody wants to dribble. We just finished watching um, something on NBA's The Jump on ESPN where they were talking about Philly, and mm-hmm. uh, it was just Joel and B. They show him dribbling a lot, a lot of dribbling last year, right? Yeah. But in the preseason this year, they show him catching it and making quicker moves. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's hard to stop a big guy when they get the ball close to the hoop and they make a quick move. Yeah, that's something that I saw from Zion in the preseason. He would get the rebound and he would give the outlet up, and then go run to his spot yeah. and go catch it in some 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 danger zones to where he would catch the ball and take one maybe two dribbles and he's jumping. He's already at the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's he's just such a unique player. And like I said, I'm really excited to see him play unleashed, and I'm excited to see the Pelicans play. Yeah, right. Stan Van Gundy's got them looking good. They were two and zero in the preseason. Um, and they just look good. Lonzo look good, even though I've been hard on him recently. Mm-hmm. Um, Bi look good, so yeah, we gonna see. Overall, they have a on paper they have a very good starting five: Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brent Ingram, Zion Williamson, Stephen Adams. Yeah, that that's very good. That's tough, and they're they're all like they're they're strong. Even though Lonzo's not big, he is a good defender, mm-hmm. right? So they and even though Bi is not big, he's long and he's a little bit his length kind of mass some of his uh physical deficiencies as far as weightlifting, right? Mm-hmm. Um but they're like they're just a, a, a solid five to your point. Yeah. So what team do you think is going to surprise people the most? And that could be in a good way or a bad way. See, I, I forget if I've been saying this or not, but I'm I'm very high after the playoffs on the Denver Nuggets. Oh wow! Okay, I'm, I'm very high on them because it's just you did say that too. Yeah, because it's just like the Denver Nuggets. They came back from two three one leads, one being against the Clippers. Now I understand the Clippers folded kind of, so you know they were kind of like weak at the time, but they still did beat the Clippers. You definitely have to give 
credit to them, not taking away anything from them. I think they had a great run. I think Jamal Murray and Jokic played out of their minds. They mm-hmm. looked like incredible. Mm-hmm. Just I never I never would have expected that from them at all. Um, they had a couple role players kind of stepping up. Um, I know Monte Morris. You know he's he he kind of stepped up a little bit, did some stuff for them off the bench. He, you know he can kind of create plays for them off the bench, and yeah. they kind of need that. So I think that the Nuggets overall they they are gonna win a lot of games. Yeah. And in the preseason, I was I saw some stuff that I liked and some stuff that I was seeing in the playoffs last year mm-hmm. from them too. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do. And yeah. And you have been very high on them. I'm still not all the way sold, especially because I, I keep saying that I hate the fact that they, they lost Jeremy Grant. Mm. Um, but I can see them making a lot of noise because Jokic and Murray are very, very tough. Yeah, so. Murray proves he was kind of like a bucket getter. Yeah, he's a straight bucket. Not kind of. He's a straight bucket getter. Yeah. And Mike Malone's a really good coach. He, he's proven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I'm actually going to go in the other direction. Uh, and talk about a team that I think is going to surprise people uh, I know in, in the wrong in the wrong way that's that's going to trend downward so to speak. Oh wait. And I actually I I may have to pick two teams. I may have to pick two teams cuz I feel like there there there's a East Coast version and then there's the West Coast version, right? Yeah. And so like you just talked about the Clippers folding, right? Uh-huh. I I think the Clippers I'm not too high on them. Even though I think PG mm. will be very focused, and I think he will reestablish himself as one of the better players in the league, mm. I just I don't know about that that mixture of players, that combination of players, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think that they're going to surprise people because a year ago we were talking about them as title contenders, right? Mm-hmm. And mostly everybody in the national media or in the barbershop or wherever, a lot of people were picking them over the Lakers. Now, yeah. I'm pretty sure that – I know you picked the Lakers to win the championship last year, so you were right mm-hmm. about that. I think I did too, but yeah. a lot of folks were saying Clippers are up there, right? Yeah. Like even Vegas, Oz and all that, I think they had the Clippers win the title, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so fast forward a year, and I think that they're, they're not, they're not going to be great. I really don't think so. And yeah. so the East Coast version of that is the Boston Celtics. I, I had a feeling... <laughs> I'm not that, high on them. Yeah, because I was... Like, it's between three teams. It's either going to be Miami, Boston, or maybe, like, Philly. Yeah, I actually think Philly could be okay this year. I think yeah. they could they could be a little bit better than they were last year. Yeah. But Boston, they were trending up so high, and a lot of people expected them to win the East last year, mm-hmm. myself included, because we had Lakers versus Celtics. Yeah. Matter of fact, we talked about that, right? I thought Celtics were going to be right there with the Lakers, even though I thought the Lakers would, would beat them. But I thought it would, they would make a competitive series and all that. I did not th- see them folding against Miami. Yeah. People talk about the Clippers folding. The Celtics folded. To me, there's no way Miami should have beat them, in my opinion, right? Yeah. And so both of those teams, the Lakers – I mean, I'm sorry, the Clippers and the Celtics – have really good wings. Mm-hmm. And then when you get outside of that, like I like Kimball Walker, but when's the last time you saw a point guard really just dominate and impose his will like that, right? Yeah. A, a smaller point guard especially. And so I'm not, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not confident that they're going to take the step forward this mm-hmm. year. And the thing that they both have in common outside of having really good wings, they both went 
Owen whatever in the preseason, right? Mm. Clippers went, I'm looking, 0-3. Boston went 0-2. Yeah. Right? Now, I know people will say it's just preseason, but, yeah, if if I'm either one of those teams, seeing as how we went out last year, mm-hmm. I'm I'm on kill mode from day one. Yeah. I'm like, we setting the tone early. Mm-hmm. Early. You see the Lakers, they went 4-0 in the preseason. Yeah. Right? Pelicans. Right, exactly. Pelicans 2-0. Nets 2-0. Right? And I know, mm-hmm. it's, again, it's preseason. People say, oh, you put too much stock. To me, it's more so about how you approach the game. And there's no way I'm getting smacked out of the playoffs by what I perceive as an inferior team. Um, mm. And then I just come out and I'm not, like, just foaming at the mouth. So Yeah, yeah, especially because the Lakers, I mean, neither LeBron or AD had to play. So, I mean, if they right. if they really went, you know, almost like the other way around or maybe, like, split it, like, two and two, something like that, I mean, I really wouldn't be surprised because if I really didn't expect LeBron or AD to play in the preseason. Right. But the fact that they came out and they was like, nah, we're winning all these games and right. they really didn't have to and they won- just won the chip. Right. I mean, that's just like, y- y'all really got to take that to, to heart. Yeah. yeah. It's they- a different mentality. Yeah, because they didn't have to do that, but they did. Yeah. I Look, I like how you said that. They didn't have to do it, but they did. Yeah. Because, it, again, it's about a mindset and just setting the tone early. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, to your point about LeBron and AD playing, I almost said that was – that was LeBron was the one person who I was most looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. because I didn't think, again, that he was going to play in the preseason. Mm-hmm. And so I thought maybe he might sit out two weeks, three weeks, six weeks. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's going to play from day one. Yeah. And if that's the case, I mean, going into his 18th season, mm-hmm. ranked in ESPN as the best player in the league, mm-hmm. that, like, I want to see that. I want to see how this ends up. Yeah, I, I mean, really, when you think about that, when you really think about it like that, I mean, that I feel like they really kind of maybe got some good shots. I went championship because LeBron, I don't know, he still looks like he's in that championship mode. Hey, look, we got to get to that, man. You're giving them, giving them too much right now. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> All right, so we talked about teams that we think are going to surprise folks. What player do you think is going to surprise people the most? Um, you know, I, I'm, I was kind of iffy. You go first. You go first. So this may sound obvious, but I think Kevin Durant is going to surprise people the most. Ooh. And I say that because people really like forgot how like just amazing this guy is. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's easy because you don't see him for a long time mm-hmm. and you say, oh yeah. Okay. Katie, that's right. No, people really, like, got KD messed up out here. Yeah. And I think that he is going to be on a straight mission. And I think, well, we'll get to that a little bit later, but he's going to be on a straight mission, and he's going to remind people, oh, my God, this guy, we've never seen a seven-foot pterodactyl-winged jump-shooting nightmare like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've never seen this before. We've seen Dirk before, yeah. And other guys I can shoot, but his combination of skills at his size with his length, truly unprecedented. So yeah. I think that's who's going to surprise folks the most. I'm going with, with Kevin Durant, Slim Reaper, Durantula. <laughs> you know, I feel like a lot of people have been just kind of like giving Kyrie kind of like some backlash for his last couple of years in Boston and how he leads teams. 
like he's not like a good leader or anything. Mm-hmm. But you gotta think now he's playing with another Hall of Famer or future Hall of Famer superstar small forward mm-hmm. and Kevin Durant. So I think that having that experience, you know, to like I wouldn't. I'm not sure how you describe him and LeBron. I wouldn't say like not similar in greatness wise, but like you know, like they're kind of up there, right? Like top three best players in the league, right? They they transcend like eras. They could play in any era and they would be great in any era. Yeah, so I think that you got to really think about that. And you know, Kyrie and LeBron, that duel was was still deadly. Yeah. So I think that that Kyrie is gonna surprise people a lot because I feel mm. like he's just been getting a lot of slander and yeah. you know retaliation from other people right but i think that Kyrie's going to come into the season kind of on a mission and then you know i think him and kd will kind of just you know really mesh yeah because i think it will go good now if Harden would have came in it would have been a little bit of a different story yeah i agree yeah but i, I think a good that point but i think that brooklyn is going to do pretty well and who knows people were talking about Harden getting traded to brooklyn mid-season maybe they won't have to do that yeah i i think you raise an interesting point yeah. Um. So I say Ka- Ka- Ky- D. <laughs> I said KD. You said Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if they do both come on surprise people, that makes Brooklyn for a pretty tough squad, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get into to our end of season awards. I know we kind of jump forward, right? Mm-hmm. But let's get into this because we got some good stuff here. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the year. Who do you have for rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. I I've got to go with Lamelo. So far. okay, yeah. Because, Why? Because Lamelo, he's just like you say, he's just so comfortable in the way he plays. He's already played pro ball out in what, what, Australia. Yeah, Australia. Mm-hmm. Is that the Euro leagues? Uh, I'm not sure if that was the Euro league or not. I don't think so. Yeah, so he's already played professional yeah. ball, and you know he's just like like you've been saying, he he looks like a star. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. plus he plus he was playing with Charlotte, so you know he's still going to get his buckets, right? You know, rack up some assists. You know, I feel like he's going to make players around him better, right? I feel like Lamelo Ball is going to be Charlotte's best player too. Yeah, so that's also something to look at. I don't know about playoffs for them because mm-hmm. I feel like outside of Lamelo, you just really don't have much at all, especially mm-hmm. when you're giving Gordon Hayward 120 million. Right, but what about what years. about my man, Devontae Graham? He's tough. Yeah, he is tough. Malik Monk and then what's the other dude? Uh Terry Rozier. I mean, they got a a, a weird collection of players, but they yeah. got some pretty decent players though. Yeah, so I yeah, but I think that LaMelo will, you know, make them just a little, a little bit better. Yeah. So I think that LaMelo he'll you know, kind of really do everything that they need him to do right. to at least be, you know, like pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. maybe not like all-star, but like pretty good. Yeah, I mean, so I said from after the first preseason game that we watched LaMelo, or I watched LaMelo down here, he's a star. He don't look like a star. He is a star. Yeah. He's a pure star, and I was not high on him coming into the season, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm seeing all this – you know, the ball in the family stuff and all the the quick headlines and sound bites. I'm like, I'm not sold on any of that. Mm-hmm. When I look at him, I see someone who's an elite level passer, yeah. who's not an elite athlete, who has a wonky jump shot that I don't believe in and is not very quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I just, that, that's me looking on paper, right? Just mm-hmm. or what I've seen from him, right? 
Um, and if I had to write down a, a, a assessment of him, those are the things that I would write. But I was wrong. I was just flat out wrong. There's no two ways around it. There's yeah. no sugarcoating it. There's no, well, uh, uh, nah. I was flat out wrong. Mm-hmm. He's quicker than I thought. He's bigger and stronger than I thought, mm-hmm. right? Not that he's like overwhelming you with power, but he is a mm-hmm. strong dude, right? Mm-hmm. And he plays with a, a level of confident intensity mm-hmm. that stars play with. Right, like oh. he wants the basketball. Give me the basketball, and that's why he had ten rebounds in that first game, mm-hmm. because he's like, "Give me the rock. I want the rock because I want to make plays with this." Right? Yeah, that that's pretty much a perfect description of like a star. Yeah, exactly. And so he he's got a great smile, and he's just got flair for um, for days. He throws behind the back passes and long outlet passes on a dime. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just he he is a star. And so I I sent this out to your uncles yesterday. I saw it on Instagram where him and Lonzo and another person were sitting down eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And LaMelo was just giving Lonzo grief for not scoring in a game, right? Yeah. He's like, bro, you took two shots and you didn't score. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you said if I came to the game, you're going to get up 15 shots. You got up two and you didn't score. Like, that's ridiculous, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I love kind of that, that braggadocious style, right? Yeah. Um, but then the interviewer, they like do a little insert or whatever. And uh, the inter- uh, interviewer asked him, do you think like who's better, you or Alonzo at age 17? Because it was like two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, um, if I had to pick one, I would say me hands down because I can do everything he can do, but way better. And he <laughs> was just so like straight to the point about it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, he might be right. <laughs> he might be right. Yeah, I mean, it may be tough, but... right. Like, that's a tough pill to swallow if you Lonzo. Yeah. And it's not taking nothing away from Lonzo. But a lot of times when you get the younger sibling, it's like they watching the older sibling. They're learning from them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I just I think he's a, a fantastic player. And I think also, and this is not a knock on him, but back when I, in my day, 50, 11 years ago, right? Yeah. Guards could really, the defender could get up in you and really, like, hand check you and get into your body, Right. So you had to be like elite level quick to get around people, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do that anymore. Defenders can't do that anymore. It's kind of like in football where the D-backs could just rough off the, the wide receivers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do that anymore. And so someone like uh, LaMelo or like a Luka Doncic, guys that aren't that quick but are elite level ball handlers, they benefit off of that kind of change in, in eras. Yeah. So I'm agreeing with you. I think LaMelo... Is uh is incredible and I can't wait to see him play. Yeah, I, I this doesn't change the fact that I'm still rooting for Anthony Edwards, by the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I want to see Anthony Edwards succeed. Yeah, he like he looks like he can be a very good player. I just need to see it. Yeah, I, again, I'm with you 100. percent You just got to see it. Yeah, because if I see it from Anthony Edwards, there might be some change in thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and obviously, all these guys are super young. Him, open mm-hmm. top in. Uh, James Wiseman, guys that you think of when you think about Rookie of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I think James Wiseman is going to have a great season. And I think he's yeah. going to be a great, great player, right? Yeah. Um, and I think, obviously, Golden State will win a lot more games than, than Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, and Uncle Trey was making the case that they're, they're going to, Golden State's going to play in a lot more nationally televised games. Mm-hmm. But again, we talk about errors, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about errors on the court, off the court, because of the rise of all these sports networks, Instagram, social media, and all that, right? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. people were still going to see LaMelo all the time, even though Charlotte got, like, one nationally televised game. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on their IG feeds. He's going to be on Twitter and all that. People are going to be talking about him. So he's still going to be able to – you can dominate the, the news cycle or the media cycle without nece- necessarily being on a nationally televised game, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to be interesting because I, I am high on Wiseman, but I just think that LaMelo's a pure star. Yeah. So next category – Usually we'd have most improved player, but we're switching it up this year because of the, there's an interesting dynamic at play. Comeback player of the year. Mm. Who do you have? Jeez. I mean, people have been talking about, you know, PG uh-huh. and how he's going to kind of reestablish himself. Right. Would, would Kevin Durant count because, like, he got injured and then... Yeah, you know, and he missed all last season. Okay, well, then I got to go with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, okay. Yeah, because Kevin... I mean, do I really have to explain myself? It's Kevin Durant. <laughs> he's just, it, like my dad was saying, just extremely skilled. Uh, I don't know what he did. described him as. Like, something like... A pterodactyl. Yeah, a ter- pterodactyl with a jump shot. Right. And, yeah, like Nightwing. Yeah. Yeah, he's just <laughs> unbelievable. Just incredibly talented. Maybe maybe the most skilled player in the league right now. Yeah. If you're thinking about it, yeah. I, I couldn't really think of anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's just... Incredible player. Incredible player. It's Kevin Durant. Okay. So I'm, I can't really argue with you too much about that, but I'm going to go with Kevin Durant's former teammate. Oh. Chef Curry with the shot, boy. Or is it Chef Curry with the pot? I can't remember the exact line. But I'm going with yeah. Steph Curry because he looks incredible. He mm. looks like he's in really good shape. Yeah. He's, I mean, not that he's ever have a pro- had a problem with being in shape, but he looks stronger, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's just... When he shoots, like, it, it's really, like, art. Like, watching him shoot is, like, art. And watching Kevin Durant shoot is great, but watching Steph Curry shoot is just really on a different level. Mm-hmm. I mean, he comes off a, a hard ball screen and stops and pulls up for three, like a contested three. Mm-hmm. So easy. So Stephardless. I don't know who made that up, but I'm, I'm still in it right now, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that he's going to be really focused because, obviously, of the injury to Clay, mm-hmm. And I think... Or maybe I hope that Kelly Oubre, who I love, and I still can't believe the Wizards let him go, like, just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins can really take the bulk of the defense, the perimeter defense on, right? Mm -hmm. To say, we're going to be two lockdown defenders on the perimeter, right? Yeah. And they can... Let Steph breathe a little bit because people mm-hmm. say Steph's a terrible defender. He's not a terrible defender. Mm-hmm. He's just not a great defender. He's just he's a solid defender, right? Yeah. Um, but his movement and everything on offense is what he's the engine to that offense. Mm-hmm. So I don't want him guarding the best player or playing a whole bunch of defense um, or like trying to strap up all the time, anyways, because he'll run out of gas. So I'm yeah. hoping that Wiggins and Ubre really can take that upon themselves to say we're gonna strap up. So Steph can, you know, use most of his energy to to run this offense. Yeah. Because even Steph, a lot of times, even though he's a point guard, he'll give the ball up early, and then his ball, his off ball movement is what generates the offense. Is what generates so much space because mm-hmm. you have to stay so connected to him that it makes the entire defense shift. So yeah. I'm going with Steph Curry, even though Kevin Durant, that is tough to to not pick KD, mm-hmm. but I'm going with Steph, and I can't wait to watch them play. They play tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. They're the yeah. game at 7. Yeah, they both play. Lord Jesus. I so. cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yeah. All right. 
And so um, we can get into coach of the year and all that, but let's get right down to it. MVP. Giannis has had it on a lot the last two years, right? This year. LeBron is coming in the number one ranked player in the league, according to ESPN and according to the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean podcast, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Can can LeBron get his fifth MVP in year eighteen? Listen, man, I <laughs> I've especially after this year, I've learned don't doubt LeBron James almost at any point in in his NBA career. Now, if you if it's clear that he's getting older, okay, but as of right now, you can't doubt LeBron. I think that LeBron can get the, his fifth MVP, mm-hmm. and I think he will get it Oof. this year because it, it might sound biased, but Le, like I said, LeBron still looks like he's in championship mode. Right. So if he is still in championship mode and is doing that for like a whole season, then I don't see why he's not MVP. He was finals MVP. Right. So why, like, why would he not be MVP? Because yeah. I think <laughs> like, like that, like that, just that makes a lot of sense. That, that wouldn't make sense for him to not be <laughs> right. MVP. So okay, and, and plus you gotta remember he's doing it on the best team in the league, hands right. down. Just put your hands down. Right, the Lakers are the best team in the league. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and he has Anthony Davis too. Yeah, probably the best. You know, second man in the league. Right, he's probably the second best player in the league. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you add all of it up, yeah, LeBron is. The MVP of this year, according to me at least. Right. <laughs> but I think he, he definitely should be. Yeah. I mean, you said something very interesting right there. It's hard to bet against LeBron. Yeah. It really, really is. I mean, 17 years, what he's been able to do in his body work is just ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. However, however, I am going to go with Kevin Durant. I think Ooh. Kevin Durant... I think that Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets are going to be on the warpath. I actually am happy mm. that James Harden did not end up on Brooklyn because Brooklyn, what what gets lost in all the talk with James Harden and you know Kyrie uh, saying stuff that people deem controversial and gets backlash and all that. Brooklyn has a really good team. Yeah, they have some really good pieces. Mm-hmm. Right, they have a really good core of players. Right, from Karis LeVert to DeAndre Jordan to uh, what's the dude that can really shoot? They just resigned them. Ooh, uh, no, wait, no, no. I'm, I'm not. Why? Joe something. Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Right. I was thinking of the Suns. My friend. right. Um, and then what's my guy Spencer Dinwiddie? They mm-hmm. have a tough mob, right? And so you add like Kyrie, obviously. There was the stuff about how he wasn't a good leader and all that last year. Mm-hmm. But adding Kevin Durant and and Steve Nash. Yeah. Right? A, a, a championship caliber point guard, right? Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, all that. Obviously, never won a championship. But he's a point guard. No doubt about that, right? Right. So when you add Durant and Nash, I think that's a, that that's just a recipe for disaster for the east like yeah. i feel like and i've been like you know what i think this could go really good or really bad with the nets and we've talked about this yeah i think it's gonna go really really good okay i, I mean do. i i agree with you on that <laughs> but so, you still think lebron's gonna win the mvp again can't can't bet against lebron right and and especially when it comes to the finals i think they will as well 
Yeah. And you think and, the Lakers are gonna win the championship? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I I probably want like if LeBron wins that championship. That would probably mean the most to me, maybe because I know I really wanted him to beat the Warriors in twenty sixteen. But right. if he takes down Kyrie and KD, yeah, I I don't want to hear anything else about <laughs> about people being close to as good as LeBron. Yeah, no more in the league. Like, that, like that's he's, a great point. Then he is clearly the best player in the league. That's a really good point, Sean. That's a really good point. So you're going with the Lakers, mm-hmm. and that I, I'm pretty sure everyone's picking them um, as the favorites going into the season, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it's tough. They look good. They look good, and mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is just. I keep singing his praises over and over again because he's so good. And as a, a former coach, watching film on him, I'm like, you just see so many little things that he does. Mm-hmm. Seemingly little things that don't show up in the in the box score where you're like, wow, that rotation was amazing. Mm-hmm. That closeout was amazing, right? Mm-hmm. That pushing the guy under the basket and not letting him box you out to get the offensive rebound, that was amazing. Yeah, AD almost does little things so well that they almost, like... They almost become like noticeably big things. Yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. It's a great way to put that. Um, and he's, to be honest, he's part of the reason why I don't think LeBron will win the MVP is because mm. he's so good. I think that LeBron and the Lakers are going to have to lean on him quite a lot, um, which is not a bad thing because, like you said, he could be the second best player in the league. Yeah. Right? He could be, he's at least top three. I think Kevin Durant's going to reinsert himself in that conversation. Hey, hey, but what if LeBron makes AD the MVP? What do you mean? What if LeBron is just, you know, like, he, he like, they, the defense is just, like, focus on him too much that, you know, then AD is kind of getting his shots up there a lot. And he's shooting at a really high. You talking about Anthony Davis? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that Anthony Davis is going to, not that he's going to take away from LeBron, but he's going to shine so much. And Kyrie will as well, right? Mm. But I feel like Kevin Durant's clearly going to be the best player on that team. Yeah. And he's going to score a lot of points, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. LeBron, he's going to score, of course, but it's not going to be at the same volume as Kevin Durant, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is with the caveat that it's hard to bet against LeBron, right? Yeah. But these are, these are just my thoughts. Um, and for those reasons, well, not exactly for those reasons, but... Because I think that the Nets are going to be really, really tough. Mm-hmm. And because this is year 18 for LeBron. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say Brooklyn. I'm going to go with Brooklyn to win the title. Really? Yeah, I'm going to go with Brooklyn over the Lakers in a uh, 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 finals of epic proportions. And I cannot, like, if I could pay $100 right now. To guarantee that Brooklyn and the Lakers were in the finals, mm-hmm. I would definitely do that. Because I want to see that matchup so bad to what you were saying about Kyrie versus KD. I mean, I'm sorry, LeBron versus KD and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Whew, that's going. I mean, I'm not moving from the couch. If it's four games or seven games, I'm not moving the whole time. Yeah, I. but for real though, I want to know who... Like, because I think KD is good. Mm-hmm. I will say his legs do look weak. So if his legs right. haven't gotten stronger by then. <laughs> his legs look weak. Like, you, you said that yourself. His yeah. legs look a little weak. Yeah. So yeah. if his legs haven't gotten stronger by then, 
LeBron AD, that, that's going to be very hard to stop on offense. And then defensively, they look very locked in yeah, before they left. True. So, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be a problem it's, on both ends. I, I agree. Which equals championship. Okay, so, and look, you're right. We did talk about KD's legs look a little weak in the game against the, the Wizards, right? Mm-hmm. My fear is that LeBron's legs will look tired. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference because 18 years, if you remember, RIP to the legend, the Mamba, right? Mm-hmm. Kobe was balling into like year 17. He had a great season. Mm-hmm. And it was year 18 where you saw that decline. Mm-hmm. And not to say that that's going to happen to LeBron where he's going to decline. Mm-hmm. But it's just tough given everything that's happened this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the quicker turnaround for the Lakers because they did play they won the championship, right? Yeah. They played until when? That was October, right? Mm. Um, it's just tough for me to think that the Nets aren't going to do everything in their power to seize this moment. And they have the firepower. And I believe, at least from a temperament standpoint, the coaches to get it done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just I think Brooklyn over L.A. in seven games Again, something that's epic, and mm-hmm. I just I I hope beyond hope that that is the finals matchup because again I think it'd just be so great for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's gonna be tough. So are you saying that you already picked the Lakers as the the champions, right? Yeah. And you said LeBron is an MVP, so I'm assuming that you're saying that he's gonna win the finals MVP, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think it will be an epic final series. Uh-huh. But I, I again I can't bet against LeBron and you know, LeBron is a different athlete than Kobe. Yeah, he and, is. And you know, Kobe he worked he worked hard to kinda of get start to get his legs back. Uh huh. Is what you said. Yeah. I think LeBron like if LeBron's legs start getting weak, why wouldn't LeBron start doing the same thing? What do you mean? Like 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 his legs started to kinda, of, you know, I won't say the climb, but started to get a little bit like weaker and not as strong. Right. Like, well, it's not so much about his legs getting weak; it's about his legs getting tired. Yeah. Because he's played so many games. Like this dude, he's like a machine, man. Mm-hmm. He's like a machine. He's like a a bearded machine. Never mm-hmm. seen anything like it, right? Yeah. Well, I think I think that it's almost gonna be like LeBron just Floyd Floyd Mayweather type. Cause okay. Because <laughs> right. you see. Everyone thought that Floyd Mayweather was going to lose what, what was his last game to that um, kickboxer or the, his last fight. Oh, against uh, Conor McGregor? Yeah. Right? And then he came out one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But Conor McGregor was coming from a totally different sport, and Floyd Mayweather's technique is flawless. Mm-hmm. Flawless. LeBron, as great as he is, his technique is not flawless. Like, if LeBron could just catch the ball in the post and turn – and shoot fadeaways like a Jordan did, like Kobe did as he got older, uh, as they got older in their careers. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the Lakers, but he does so much as far as attacking the basket, right? Mm-hmm. And that just takes a toll on your body. It really does. Listen, man, this is not an easy decision for me. It's not an easy choice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it would not surprise me at all. I fully expect the Lakers to be in the finals. Mm-hmm. There's no way I see, like, Golden State, I think, will be up there, right? Mm-hmm. Even though people are, are sleeping on them, I think Golden State will be up there. But I fully expect the Lakers to be back in the finals. Mm-hmm. I just think, 
and there there's a, a larger a larger point here. I think that the NBA is really about to change hands. Like there's mm-hmm. a, a changing of the guard that's about to happen, right? Because you see Melo, he's coming off the bench, right? Mm. Wade, Boss, all those guys are retired. A lot of the old players are gone. Yeah. This really is a new NBA, right? With yeah. the face of the NBA. Um, I mean, obviously you have LeBron and, and KD and those guys that are a little bit older. Mm. Uh, Westbrook, Harden, right? But you got guys like um, Damian Lillard, right? You got guys like uh, Luka Doncic, you got mm-hmm. guys like Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, these mm-hmm. guys that are in their 20s, Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. right? That are in their 20s that are really, um, Jason Tatum, my fault, mm-hmm. that are really emerging as superstars in their own right. Like, yeah. they ain't no little, little youngins no more. They're dudes who legitimately can ball. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this is kind of, you know, because 2020 has been a crazy year, I think you're going to really see a shift where the young boys say, okay, it's our time now. Mm. Right, because you got to beat LeBron. He ain't gonna beat himself. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's never gonna do it. Like, you got to beat him. Mm-hmm. I think KD is the only one in the league um, that can do that. So, yeah, I'm really surprised you better guess LeBron. But I, listen, I am too. But it's just um, like I said, I think they're, we're we're in the middle of a shift right now, and um, it makes for a better podcast too, right? <laughs> so I got yes, KD as the Finals MVP, hands down. Hands down. I think he's going to win the finals MVP. Hands Ky- down. I mean, I'm saying, like, Kyrie could win it, oh, but oh. it's it's not close. Like, like with LeBron and AD, I feel like they're close, right? Mm. It could really go either way, especially because AD does so much defensively. Mm. If Brooklyn does win the title, I think it's no question it's Kevin Durant. Oh, okay. okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I, I feel like the Lakers duo is just better than the Brooklyn duo. I feel I feel like it can be good. It can. But I feel like just you know, and we already have that championship experience. That's true. They, their role players and stuff don't have the championship experience cuz you got to think they got they still got to perform. They do? You absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, they got some young dudes on there. Yeah. They they still got to they still got to perform. So, I mean, they're going to have to beat the championship team. Yeah. You again, son, you're absolutely right. But it's similar in this in the regard that the two best players on each team both have championships, mm-hmm. right? And Brooklyn arguably has the one player who's hit the biggest shot between all four of them in a finals in Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving. Mm-hmm. That game seven shot, that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest shots in finals history. Mm-hmm. That's bigger than any shot LeBron hit or Kevin Durant hit, in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. So he'd been there before. He don't, when he was there, he averaged 27, 30 points, right? Yeah. So I do think that that duo, the Laker duo, is better. But mm-hmm. Brooklyn's duo ain't nothing to sleep on at all. It isn't. At all. So yeah. we're going to see. We're going to see. I, again, I'm super excited. We're going to be locked in on the couch. You guys got haircuts uh, tomorrow. You and your brother <laughs> at mm-hmm. five. Right after that, we on the couch. That's it. Like, yeah. We on the couch till whenever. And you gonna, you don't have school Wednesday? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my god, this is oh this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish y'all could see his face right now. So hey, with that being said, it's time for our world famous segment. Yeah or nah. Yeah or nah. Okay, yeah or nah. James Harden is a Houston Rocket 
at the end of the season? You know, like, it's been so tough because <laughs> I just feel like there are so many just mysteries. James Harden right. talking about he, you know, is focused on being with Brooklyn, and I honestly don't believe that. Right. I, I feel like come next season or, like, trade deadline, he's going to be just praying to get out of there. Right. He's going to be begging them. Right. So, yeah or no? Nah? Which one? It's only two choices. I'm going to say nah. Nah, okay. See, because okay. I think that I don't know how motivated James Harden is going to be. Yeah. I mean, these last couple of seasons, you know, hasn't really made too much noise outside of when they took going state to seven. Right. Which was tough. I actually really thought they were going to win for a second. Yeah. You know, it was close, but they didn't quite do it. But I think that James Harden, come the middle of the season, is just going to be begging begging Houston just please trade him. Right. Except, except <laughs> right. any trade offer. Anyone, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think that it will... I think he's that, out of there. Yeah, I think he's going to get traded. I'm going to actually say yeah. And I, the only reason why I'm going to say yeah, because I actually agree with you 100% as far as, like, he's going to want to get out of there. Mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah because I just don't know who's going who's gonna to want him. Because he has a big contract and a very unique style of basketball. Yeah. So where does he fit in? Like, even with that Brooklyn deal, I'm like, obviously that would have been a lot of firepower. Yeah. But I still don't know where he would have fit in. Like, how that would have worked. Yeah. Right? Yeah, hopefully Brooklyn plays themselves and just play and just trades Kyrie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, hopefully they do that. I mean, I mean, like, the mesh <laughs> might, may, might make them a little bit worse. <laughs> But that just takes a but like just chain Kyrie that takes a ton of stress off my shoulders and stuff. <laughs> so I I'm I'm completely fine. Even even if y'all keep Kyrie, yeah, just let that mesh. Let let that let that all like come falling down on you. Oh just, my just goodness! Let it happen, please. You're you're being totally biased, right? Yeah, now. Let, yeah. So let bi- let LeBron just catch y'all slipping. Right. He said, "I hope Brooklyn plays himself." Okay. Yeah, yeah or nah. Devin Booker will average more points than Bradley Bill this year. Uh, Ooh. Hold on. Let's see how many points Devin Booker averaged last year. I'm just going to say yeah before we take a look. Oh, wow. Okay. I think think so because now you got Westbrook. And, you know, Westbrook is still going to sometimes want to do his own thing. Okay. You think so? Yeah. You you don't think he's matured and and really realizes how much he needs Bradley Bill to be Probably the leading scorer on the team. Oh, no. I mean, I'm sure he does. But, you know, you still got Westbrook. Right. Okay. So, so okay. yeah. And, and plus, and plus I, I, I don't know, Chris Paul, just like, he he hasn't really, he didn't look very good against the Lakers. He didn't. He didn't look good in the, he, in the preseason. He scored no points. But you got to think he's going to, yeah, he'll be better. Yeah, yeah. But... Who knows? I mean, Chris Paul again. He's getting older too. He is. So, he is. That's a good point. So you gotta, you know, you gotta you gotta make it happen. Yeah, that's a good point. So just for comparison, Devin Booker averaged twenty six point six points per game last year, right? Mm. Bradley Beal averaged thirty point five. Yeah. And so you said Devin Booker is gonna average more. Yeah, I'm saying no. Nah. Of course you are. Heck no. Nah. Heck no. Nah. Bradley Beal is going to have a great, great season. The Wizards are going to be great. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Beal is going to average more points. But I would say, like, Devin Booker averaged 20, 
six. Mm-hmm. Bradley Bill averaged twenty seven point five. You heard it here first, folks. 26. Booker twenty six, Bill twenty seven point five. And when that happens, Uncle Trey, because I know you're gonna be listening to this when it comes out later. I don't want to hear no more talk about D Book over Bradley Bill, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's vice versa. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You say the switch. Listen, we supposed to be getting peace here in a second, man. You keep contradicting me. I'm not gonna get you no peace. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. totally joking. Um, and so, okay, last year or no, mm-hmm. similar to the first year or no we did today, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is on the Philadelphia 76ers at the end of the year. I'm going to say yeah. Ooh, okay. Because I, I just don't really see him just randomly getting traded in the middle of the season. Would like, it be randomly, though? Because his name was floated out there, right? I, I, if so, I haven't heard too much about it. Okay. I, I'm sure some teams might not have heard about that yet. And, okay. you know, haven't really just been looking at Ben Simmons too much. Well, I mean, that's the GM's job, though, to look at him, right? So yeah. I'm sure they, if they thought that they could get him or he would be a good addition to their team, they would take him, right? Yeah, so I think that I think that Ben Simmons finished out the year as a 76er. Maybe gets traded, like, after you know, after they eventually get knocked out. Because I think they will. I think they're a good team, but I think they will get mm-hmm. knocked out eventually. At the playoffs? Yeah. As like, I'm I mean, sure. So how far do you think they'll make it? Like, if they get knocked out first round, that's awful. Uh, at least make it if, if they get knocked out first round, I, I'm not going to lie. Ben Simmons might be out of there. Yeah. Because okay. he, he just signed, what, like a contract just a year ago? Yeah. So I think that they're going to maybe want to get rid of that. Yeah, he signed a big extension. Yeah, so I think that. If they get knocked out in the first round, he's definitely out of there. It'll be it would be really surprising if they trade a bead, but I think that if they make it to the second round, I mean, you can't really expect too much more from them. Wow, okay. I mean I'm sure they probably expect more. Yeah, but like as long as they put up a fight right, against okay. whatever whatever team they go against, then cool. Okay. I'm gonna say nah. I'm gonna say nah. I I actually think that Philly has a chance. To be like much much better this year, right? I like mm. them bringing in Doc Rivers. Um, I like them bringing in Daryl Morey. I like them bringing in Seth Curry. Mm. Um, I like them bringing in Danny Green, even though he didn't shoot well in the finals last year. I, I like the moves they've made so far, right? Mm-hmm. However, I just don't know how Ben Simmons continues to play point guard with no jump shot. And limited moves. Even though we saw some of the highlights from the preseason mm-hmm. earlier, and you were pointing out, um, correctly pointing out, that he, he made a couple of tough moves and had a couple of tough little finishes, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that he will be better mm-hmm. this year. Okay. Um, but I think that someone's going to come calling and peel him away from there. And I wouldn't be surprised if... I, I'm trying to think. Did Uncle Trey make this? We shout out Uncle Trey a lot, man. Yeah. That's the family right there. But Uncle Trey might have said this, um, him going to the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, right? I, I've heard some stuff about that. Yeah, so, okay. Um, if Wiggins, I said I said this early. I was talking to Uncle Lenny um, a while ago. I said, if I'm Steph Curry, I'm going to Wiggins and Ubre and saying, y'all got to be the two best wings, wing defenders in the league. Forget Kawhi and PG, forget Tatum and Brown. You guys should be the two best defensive wings in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that, we'll find someone that can, 
right? And mm-hmm. that might sound like a jerk move or whatever, but if they can do that, that will take a huge load off of his shoulders and just really help their team, right? Yeah. And Ben Simmons is a very good defender. Mm-hmm. He's a very good passer. He's not elite. He's a very good passer, and he's strong, and he's got a big body, right? Mm-hmm. So he could, even though he can't really shoot, mm-hmm. if you left Steph at the point and then put Simmons um, at the smaller power forward, right? Mm-hmm. Put him and Draymond at the forwards mm-hmm. and with Wiseman at the five, that's pretty, that's tough. Yeah. That's a tough lineup. I, I hope that doesn't happen, but. <laughs> Why? You think that would, that would be a little, uh, a little problem for the Lakers, huh? Yeah, it'd be a challenge. Okay. Yeah, but I think that Ben Simmons, it, see, because Ben Simmons is a good passer and everything, you know, he can, you know, in a fast break, he's, he's kind of hard to stop and stuff. Right. But I feel like his basketball IQ isn't too good. Too high. I feel like it's it's high. I feel like it's high, but I just don't feel like it's elite. Yeah, no. Nah, he needs to. He needs to get that elite. He needs to get that elite IQ mixed with that elite passing. Right. And and he actually needs to get much better footwork. Yeah, he does need to get much better footwork. Yes. Yeah, so, we, we watched a clip of him earlier, and he just traveled for no reason. Yeah, we're like, why? Why did you travel? Like, yeah, jump stop. Right, <laughs> right. Just a simple jump stop. Yeah, um, but and, he's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and he needs to find ways to really, you know, make this Embiid Simmons duo work. Yeah, but it's just tough because he can't shoot. He yeah. can't shoot. Like Joel Embiid, obviously is the center, right? Mm. He's more skilled than the point guard. That's a problem. That's Jeez. a problem. Yeah. Right. If they're both supposed to be elite. The center should not be more skilled than the point guard. A much True. better shooter, better handle, right? Better moves, better footwork. Yeah. Um, so I get what you're saying. Um, I do think, and not to belabor the point about him going to Golden State, because obviously it hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. I do think though that if he were to go, go were to go to Golden State, you would see his game elevate because he'd be mm-hmm. playing with Steph, playing under Steve Kerr and playing in a, a system. Um, playing with Draymond, obviously, playing in the system that really there's so much spacing there mm-hmm. that it would allow a player like him to <clears> flourish more. That's that's Philly's problem. They don't have enough space. Yeah. Right? yeah they just yeah. do not have enough space, and guys like Simmons and Embiid need a lot of space to operate. Ooh, but I will say they did pick up um, Danny Red. Um, Who is that? Y- y- Danny. Oh, okay. You got from Josh. <laughs> hey, look. Danny Green, man, my son got big jokes. He's a big Lakers fan, man. Don't take it personal, bro. Um, so yeah, it's again. Now we are at we're less than twenty four hours away from the start of the season because it's seven oh eight. Yeah. And so, yo, let's let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's to go rumble. Get, let's get ready to rumble, right? Yeah. So why don't you go ahead? And, well, actually, before you take us out, make sure you thank the people again. For, yeah, for getting us to the one thousand, because that's a huge milestone. Yeah, thank you guys for getting us to a thousand plays. You know, a lot of the same people, I'm sure, have been listening to the podcast episodes, and you know that we 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 take that into heart. And you know, thank you guys. You know, we love the support. We love you guys, and you know, you just have really been helpful through you know the the pandemic, and you know, helping us kind of keep keep going, and you know, not ever like trying to like completely shut down the podcast we have taken some breaks but you know you you guys have told us to keep going you know pushed us so yeah we really thank you guys for it 
Absolutely. And to celebrate, we're going to get Sean's favorite thing, mm-hmm. which is Lito's Pizza. Yeah. And one of my favorite things, I love pizza. And yeah. I love Lito's Pizza. Yeah. It's a Maryland original. Mm-hmm. Right? So shout out to Lito's. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like Sean said, thank you guys. And uh, yes, yeah, son, why don't you go ahead and take us home? All right. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean podcast, episode four of season two. Let's get ready to rumble. Make sure you go over and rate us five stars as always. Subscribe and write us a comment. Let us know what you think we can do better. Any suggestions for future episodes or topics in future episodes. And, you know, just, yeah, write us a comment. Yeah, I kind of messed up right there, but. It's okay. Keep going, son. Yeah, and we're on all podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And from our family to yours, peace. Peace.